Hey, it's a Ryan Man coming to another Broncos Country Blitz. Great honor this weekend for Peyton Manning and John Lynch, both getting in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Manning, of course, on the first possibility, first ballot Hall of Famer. John Lynch had to wait a little longer, but he got in. But we knew John Lynch was going to be joining at some point into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Great honor for both players. Obviously, Peyton Manning, the four years he was in Denver, one of the best runs and best sets of memories in Broncos history. Can't wait until he goes in to Canton late summer. And also, did you guys see the blazer that he had on pregame at the Super Bowl? Those weren't Colt colors. Nice orange and blue suit there. So I like how he continues to honor his final team in the NFL, the Denver Broncos. Obviously, he's going in as a Bronco and a Colt. But nice how he continues to honor the team that gave him his final shot at his final run. And it was a great time, those two Super Bowls. Even though we got blown out by Seattle in the first Super Bowl we got there with Manning, it was still so great to get back during Super Bowl 50 and win it all and have him walk off. I mean, think about that. We got to watch John Elway and Peyton Manning both walk off into the sunset as quarterbacks of the Denver Broncos before they retired. That's just awesome. And John Lynch was a great Bronco, came to us later in his career, had some stellar games, was a great leader. I think that was the best piece he brought to Denver when he came from Tampa was the leadership that he brought during his last few years in the NFL and his time in Denver. And it's neat that he got to go ahead and celebrate his induction into the Hall of Fame in Tampa at Super Bowl 55. Now let's go ahead and touch base on Super Bowl 55 a little bit. Now I know I saw all these different posts out there saying, well, this is a Broncos fan nightmare. The Bucks and the Chiefs, you either have to root for Tom Brady or you have to root for Kansas City. You know, I didn't look at it that way at all. I mean, Tom Brady still has one of the worst records against the Denver Broncos in his career out of all the teams he's faced. And think about it. When we got to our two Super Bowls with Peyton Manning, we beat Tom Brady and the Patriots. I don't know. I'm just one of those fans. Yeah, there's certain players I don't like and stuff like that. I don't like the Chiefs. I've never liked the Chiefs. I don't like them now. I respect certain players on that team. Kelsey's amazing. Mahomes going to be a great quarterback for a long time in all likelihood. But the Buccaneers, their second Super Bowl, they hadn't been that great for some time. Tom Brady goes there and proves he's still the GOAT, can go ahead and get another team to the Super Bowl and win in his first year with that team. That is pretty amazing. And I don't know what it is. Tom Brady in a Buccaneers jersey, it, I don't, it doesn't bother me as much as watching him continuously go back to the Super Bowl as a Patriot. And I enjoyed that game last night. Watching the Chiefs get dismantled, destroyed, humiliated, blown out. I mean, that game last night was a perfect example of, guess what? You can have all the star players you want, but if you can't win in the trenches on the offense and defensive line, there's a good chance any given Sunday you're going to lose or get blown out. And that's exactly what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers proved in Super Bowl 55. And we got to give a shout-out to Shaquille Barrett. Won Super Bowl 50 as a member of the Denver Broncos. 
during that season. And then he goes back and wins at Super Bowl 55 as a member of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And as a Bronco fan, you can't help but look at that and go, man, what might have been if, had we had kept Shaquille Barrett somehow, maybe adjusted some other parts on the roster. I know, hindsight's twenty twenty, but nevertheless, it was great to see an ex-Bronco have a big game in Super Bowl 55. We enjoyed our last segment that we had, our season wrap-up with Cromwell Sports, and Adam, we'll be having him back at some point here during the offseason. As we get approach the next season, heading towards 2021. And hey, guess what? The Super Bowl is over. You can go ahead and flip the page. We are on to 2021. It's anybody's game for Super Bowl 56. Broncos odds aren't looking too good to start things off. But I am looking forward to seeing what Patton does in terms of shaking up the roster and kind of forming it the way he sees it. I will address two other rumors as kind of a follow-up to our season wrap-up. Looks like we did try to go get Matthew Stafford. Looks like we offered a first-round pick in Drew Locke. you got to wonder what Drew Locke thinks of that going into the offseason. I did hear an interesting opinion out there from one of the writers for the Broncos. The Broncos don't owe Drew Locke anything at this point, so he shouldn't be upset that they felt they needed to go try to do something to improve the roster right now. There are still other rumors out there. The Broncos possibly got tried to get involved for Deshaun Watson, Carson Wentz at this point. I think the price tag is going to be too high for either one of those. But if either one of those happens, and we're not looking at Drew Locke as the starter of the Broncos sometime between now and March, we'll definitely be back on with another podcast to go ahead and discuss the moves they made at quarterback. In all likelihood, when the dust settles, I think they're going to give Drew Locke another year. There are so many rumors this time of year, as we all know in the NFL, and a lot of the dust usually settles as we get towards the you know flipping the calendar for the new season officially as we approach March and everything like that. So we'll see what happens. Once again, this is the Rye Man with the Broncos Country Blitz.